We generate a space where ideas of any nature may be challenged and debated, but will ultimately be respected. How y'all feel out there? Through a comedic lens, we strive to advocate constructive conversations and interviews that inspire value, knowledge, entrepreneurship, and self-growth. I know you're gonna dig this. King Convos. Yes, 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 we are back at you with another episode of King Convos. It's your boy, Eddie Kane. And I am Mr. Lockhart. You already know, so excited to be back for episode three. Episode three, what are we talking about, Pat? Hey, man, so let's get into, let's get into staying inspired. Before we jump into that. Okay. We want a little side subject. Talk to me. A little, little warm up into, into our general topic. Uh... I recently saw Bad Boys 3, uh, I guess okay. two weeks ago. I'll, wait, I didn't see it. So You didn't see it? Okay. All right. uh, I think it lived, up to, it lived up to my expectations anyway. I, I didn't think it was, it was too bad. But in general, it really just talks to the sense of like how great Will Smith and Martin, Martin Lawrence are. Together and, as a duo. Yeah, together as a duo. And then when you, when you look at them together as a duo, you just have to. Somehow you always have to bring it all the way back and you do the great topic of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Martin. Which one is the better sitcom? What are you rocking with, personally? We can go back and forth all all day. What you rocking with? We definitely can go back and forth all day long, but first of all, I don't feel like we should compare it. Right? First and foremost, I don't think we should compare it. But for the simple fact of the, the topic... If we compare it, I'm taking Martin. Hands down, mm. easy decision. I'm taking Martin. What's up? I'm taking him. All right, why? Why Why is, uh, in your opinion, Martin over, uh, over Will Smith? I would say, for me, Martin set the standard and goals for me growing up, going through what I'm going through now. That's a big, that's a big statement. Right. So, like, you know how, like, records, like, certain music tracks and certain movies, like, stand the test of time? Mm-hmm. I feel like Martin shit stands the test of time for anybody, in my opinion. Just because you, 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 I feel like in my generation and the generation a little bit before ours, Martin kind of set the trend for black love. For I, us I, to, I, I, can, I can go with that. The hit, way, that. the hit way of black love. Like, yeah. Of course, we've seen the Cosbys, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen yeah. um, Family Matters. We've seen all of that shit, but it really wasn't like our taste of black to, love. To tag on that, it's it's young black love. Right. Because with the Bill Cosby's, with the Family Matters, it's like that older generation with family. Kids and shit already. Yeah, they already got Family Matters. They had grown kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like that was like, okay, what's expected later in your life? I will say that Martin seemed to make it cool to be young and monogamous in love. Right. Like I, I do believe he said right, the tone right, for that. and still kicking mm-hmm. it, and still kicking it with the homies, and everybody's getting to, and everybody's getting along mutually with Gina's friends, obviously Pam, and then Martin's friends, uh, 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 Tommy and Cole. You feel me? And everybody's getting together and coming together and being a big friendship and just celebrating love and. Even the, 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 the bad shit that happens with, you know, relationships or friendships and different shit like that, they kind of stayed together throughout that whole 
series despite yeah. all of the other bullshit that happened with Martin and you know Jane yeah Lee. and I think I heard I heard this topic before I've heard that uh, Martin brings more characters to the to the stage yeah I guess was it a live audience yeah Okay, yeah, so they both was live audience. Actually, was all 90s sitcoms like live audience? Just Why about think... Love and Single. Uh, wow. Living, living Single. single sorry. Yeah. <laughs> living all Black single. Friends. Yeah, Living <laughs> Single was hard. That's that's probably one of my top top tens, top top tens for sure. Yeah, I, I never living watched Living single. single. Can I? Bro, uh, check that out. Do I lose black points for... A little bit, a little bit, but check that out. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before, okay, before you, let me see, when did Living Single come out? Episode, we know yeah. that we know that Will Smith came out in ninety, and Martin yeah. came out in ninety two. September Will Smith uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air was uh, September nineteen ninety. Yeah, and Martin was August, August. nineteen ninety two. Well, two years afterwards. Yes, and Living Single was August nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So okay. All right. To go back to piggyback on this, um, let's go back to the topic of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus uh, Martin. I'm not gonna lie, I looked at these stats up. <laughs> I looked up when they came out. Right. Beforehand, my theory was I originally thought that Martin had came out before because, all right, I guess to show my age, I was born in 1992. Right. So I think for the first four to six years of my life, I'm not watching original. I was watching Barney. I was watching cartoons or whatever cart, whatever I was whatever watching. Was popping in. Yeah, I'm not watching reality shows. I'm probably not even watching reality shows until maybe 98, 99, maybe even 2000. Right. I had thought that Martin came out before, and I just gravitated towards. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but that's not the case. So my pick is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, I think it's... Do I think it's better? I I don't think one is better than the other. Keep it a, keep it a bing. Keep I, it I, a can't, bing. I, can't, I can't put one over the other. Okay. When I ask people this question, I ask them, hey, which one resonates to you better? I think that's the ultimate question. That's really the question because I can't put one over the other. Fresh Prince is... Dope. But when we initially had this conversation, you was Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. hands down. I'm still Fresh Prince, hands down. And it's down. easy. Like, if, when we first had the conversation, it was Fresh Prince, easy. Yeah, easy. Easy money. Right? For, and it was, for me, me. It was, for me, it was more than easy. Yeah. So, if you ask me, like, right now, like, yo, you got to watch an entire season of epi- or entire, entire season of Fresh Prince or entire season of Martin. Martin. Easy. Fresh Prince, give me Fresh that. Prince. I don't need a bathroom break. I'm sitting right there and I'm watching the whole thing. And I'm Martin. So explain ex- explain the reason why it's Fresh Prince for you. Uh if we if we have to compare the two, explain the reason why it's Fresh Prince for you. Hmm. I don't know why it's Fresh Prince for me at the time. So as a kid, that's just what I gravitated toward. I didn't really didn't even know that Martin existed until like two thousand. And then I had to go back and look at it. So in the time, I picked Fresh Prince. Going back and looking at it right now, I'm still picking Fresh. I'm still picking Fresh Prince because I still I still relate more to Fresh Prince because Fresh Prince was a black man, honestly trying to find his way in a predominantly white society, and that's. Ask me all the way. I went to an all-white school up until I was in the seventh grade. Okay. I was the only black kid. I was. It was me 
the janitor and like two prequels kids. I just kind of like <laughs> shout out to the janitor. <laughs> shout out to the janitor. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Me shout being the only black the kid in that school, that I used to dap that janitor. Yeah, up. that fucks a kid up. Though. I used to dap that janitor like, yo, it's me and you, baby. He's but yo, but yo, speaking of inspiration, like, what if that was an inspiration to some kids from the Will Smith's perspective, or the just, uh, just, just a kid being in that predicament, being that the only person that was like him mm-hmm. was the janitor. I, I don't know, because I didn't want to be the janitor, even at even you had higher grade. aspirations. Yeah, but who, he was my dude. But, but who was telling that. you that the janitor wasn't the wasn't the top spot? Uh, I think my dad was. I still went home to a black dad. Yeah, so he was still <laughs> telling you like, "Yo, the janitor ain't the top spot, my G. You got to." Yeah, for sure. But for some kids who don't see a top spot, do you think that they look at the janitor as like, "Yo, that's at least he got a job." Yeah, I, I, if you don't have a background where somebody's telling you like, "You can be more, you can be better, you can you have a higher potential, a higher yeah. ceiling." If you don't have that background and you're just all in the world alone, and the only thing you see is the only thing. If you're looking for your people that look like you, and the only people that look like you are have positions of janitor, yeah. then maybe subconsciously you're like, okay, well, I guess this is the ceiling for me. I think only black people. But I went home to a dad, and my dad was like, "We're gonna do more." But it didn't, it didn't, it didn't smash the connection I had to that janitor. Like yeah. as a fourth grade kid, I'm, I'm still, still dapping you up. I'm What's still up, dapping baby? the janitor up. Like it was me and you. You remember this his whole name? School. Nope. Damn. Shit. <laughs> nope. I, I don't. I don't. But that's why I resonate to Will Smith. A fresh prince, a little bit more, because he was going to a predominantly white school, and he from was still, Philly, he was yeah. coming from Philly. Yeah, he yeah. had. I, I, I guess he had a hood mentality. He did. I guess he was from the hood, but it didn't really resonate that well in the show. Yeah. But you know, what I'm saying he was just finding his way in a predominantly white society, and I think I think he flourished. But I think that's why I fuck with Fresh Prince too, though. I don't. I don't dis. I, that's why I say I can't really compare him. But if I had to watch one of the B Martin, but. I do resonate with Fresh Prince because I, I'm kind of similar in a situation where I move from one part of my life to another part of my life mm. as far as locations and stuff. So I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. Most of my friends, everybody everybody who knows me knows that, right? Literally, if you look at my tattoos, it tells a whole story about yeah. the travel from... I love significant tattoos. Yeah, it, yeah tells the, it tells the travel from fucking Indianapolis to Alabama, right? So... I, I do definitely take some type of uh, some type of liking to that particular situation with Fresh Prince because I moved from Indianapolis to Alabama, changed my settings, and my inspiration came kind of when I got to Alabama. I'm not going to lie. Because when I was in Indianapolis, I didn't think I was going to be a college graduate or mm. a business owner or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally... On my 20th and my 21st birthday, I prayed to God and I was like, yo, I appreciate you for letting me see these years. Mm. Because I literally didn't think that I was going to see 19, let alone 21. So I I definitely fuck with Fresh Prince the long way. And I know in Fresh Prince, he had a lot of deep moments and powerful moments, especially like when Carlton got shot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me, which leads me to you start. You're starting to hit on the points that I was just about to bring about up. Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, about Fresh okay. Prince versus Martin. Okay, cool. Because okay, you can have the argument of what's the best to show, what, what's the better show, what's bringing the better themes, what you what do you resonate to more, but can you have the argument of who's the better actor? 
Martin or Will Smith? I don't think that that's a conversation. How, how not? How not so? I don't think because I feel like Will Smith is clear cut the better actor. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel right. like that's a given. All right. When you because honestly, in my opinion, I think one of the best films that Will Smith have has ever been a part of is is Seven Pounds. Mm. And I don't mm. know if a lot of people people watch, people shit on that movie. People sleep on that movie. People a shit lot, on that movie. But yeah. Seven Pounds was. I know everybody thinks of Will Smith and they think of like Independence Day or some people it's Wild Wild West. Some people it's um, um, Hitch. Um, not Hitch. It's um, um, Pursuit of Happiness. For the most part, it's some Pursuit of their, like good movies. Yeah, like the, the, oh, yeah. the, the, the roles that stick out the most for Will Smith are like Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Some people, the older generation is Wild Wild West. Collateral Beauty is a, is a recent. That's his first job. No, no, no. That's a, it's a recent. That came out like two, three years ago. For me, what what really took the cake for Will Smith was seven pounds. Mm. Easy. Easy for me. Of of his best movies. Oh, uh, what's me. the other movie where uh 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 he killed the dog? I am legend. Zombies. I am legend. Facts, am that's legend. a great movie. And, and and not to mention you don't have uh uh you don't have side co you don't have you don't have co stars. His co star was a dog. And a fucking mannequin. Yeah, and the mannequin. I forgot the name of the mannequin, but he was like he named the he mannequin. Wild. Yeah, hell yeah, he wowed out on the mannequin. Yeah, that's how good you actor. It's literally just Will Smith on the screen. Yeah, that's and you're you're glued. Yeah, glued. Was it Earthquake? The one we did with Son? This the one. No, the uh, uh, Earth. Oh, not Earthquake. Earthquake and Fire. No, we're gonna get killed again. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get killed again. Ah, that's, uh, hey, that movie that? was uh, that movie was low key trash. Oh, so I ain't gonna no, lie. it definitely was trash. <laughs> It was that trash was, because it was the first movie that that starred him and his, and his son. son. So people, well, wait, well, wait, that wasn't in. his first movie because Pursuit of Happiness started. Uh, Jay, uh, oh yeah, 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 but this one had like okay, his son was in there. This one was Jayden. like uh, Jaden is his name. Yeah, this one had both like they were the stars. as in, as he as he got older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, were, they both, were the stars. They so were both in the Pursuit of people. Happiness, his son was in there. Yeah, but he wasn't like the main. I guess he wasn't the main character. But this was the first movie where it was like, oh, it's these two. These are the stars. So people thought, all right, they're either going to star together or Will Smith is going to star and then a little bit of the sun. But it was all sun. It was trash. After Earth. I think it's after, I think Earth. It's after Earth. Yeah. After Earth. Okay. But anyway, like last point I'm going to hit on this subject was for me personally, when it comes to judging actors and everybody had their own criteria. I mean, this is this is a, a subject. Everybody's different. There's not one way to judge an actor. Every, it's everybody has their own opinion. Right. For me personally, when I judge actors, actors, how many times can you make me cry? Tells you, tells me how good of an actor you are. Okay. Because with me being me, I'm already walking into the theater knowing like what I'm about to see is fake. It's a movie within the scene. It may be based on something real. Right. But it, right. within the scene, yo, this is fake. It's not really happening in real time. Right. Personally, Will Smith has made me cry a good seven times. What's what's the movie? You got to name the movie. Uh, he's he made me cry in um, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. When uh when he was homeless in the train and no yeah in the bathroom in the train in the bathroom he was playing he was like uh uh imaging the the dinosaurs and shit cried that was hard I cried that was hard because he he acted that 
Yeah, he acted that. And you that's another moment where you got to put yourself in that situation where you in the stall, you in the bathroom with your son. And you got to let him know like everything is going to be okay, son, but I know it I know it's and I know it don't seem right to you. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't understand, I know it still doesn't seem right, but everything is going to be okay, son. Yeah, that made me cry. Yeah, I got you. I Grown got you. man, I cried in that yeah, one. Yeah, facts, facts. Uh definitely the uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the dad moment, the, the dad scene. Come on, man. Did you did you hear about like how they yeah. created that moment? That was dope. basically off of uh, of the Breakfast Club. You know, we get a lot that was of those dope. Things. That was dope. That yeah, was dope. Yeah, the yeah. way they created that moment. So I guess I guess for the listeners, the way he created that moment was, uh, well, actually, no, I don't remember. I know he it was interaction with with the actor that he was uh, that played so Uncle the, Phil. The thing was is that I think he kept messing up on a certain part. And the uh, well, I forgot, I forgot. Just call him Uncle Phil. I Uncle don't remember Phil, his, I his, forgot his, his real name. Right God, now. dog, it. I feel bad. Nah, just uh, just go ahead and do it. Uncle Phil, <laughs> right? Uh, Uncle Phil, as an actor, right? He was just saying like, I don't feel, I, I'm not feeling you. Mm-hmm. As as an actor, you're not showing me your range as an actor. Will Smith was just saying it was kind of irritating because he couldn't get his line together. And I guess, I don't know if Uncle Phil was, like, kind of purposely doing that for him just to kind of get him in that mode. But when they shot that particular scene, he was already in the mode of, like, a a high-tension kind of, I'm not getting my lines together, I'm frustrated. And when he set that line, he said it was so genuine because he actually was feeling the aggression from, you know, obviously not getting his lines together and other little bullshit that was going on. So it turned out like phenomenal. Yeah, he kept it, telling them to use me in the scene. Use yeah, me. yeah, yeah, and it yeah. felt like super genuine for everybody and, that, and, and all the watchers. So for sure, I, I fuck with that. That's another one. Yeah. What's, what's one more? One more. One more. One uh, more. Yeah, one more. We'll move on. Uh, Collateral Beauty. So I, I said it before. Collateral Beauty and uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Collateral Beauty, because I have to tell you the scene in order yeah. for you to let, understand why I cried about it. But spo- uh, it was. Um, it was he was like a businessman and he was acting like really really strange or whatever and he was going to these uh these therapy meetings or whatever he was going to the therapy meetings and this therapy meeting was around um parents who tragically lost their child in some sort of some sort of death some sort of early death so these were all parents that lost their child right and the head person who it was a woman that was that was leading it right she kept inviting Will Smith in. So eventually, gradually throughout the movie, he finally came into the group. And yeah. then he said his whole thing. And this this, this is a touching moment. And this, spoiler alert. So he didn't want to say the name of his, the, the child, his daughter. I think it was his daughter that had died. Didn't want to say the name. It was Will Smith's daughter. It ended up being Will Smith's daughter. But like the leader was like, yo, you have to say her name. You have to say her name. And then she fi- he finally said her name. And it was actually, that was, his, that was his ex-wife. The leader was his ex-wife. It was their daughter. Wow. So they took two different roads. When their daughter died, Will Smith just like completely, he was just like, he, he, he just effed up, right? He was a businessman, but he wasn't connected anymore. He wasn't connecting with society. She took the she took the route of like leading a, a whole therapy session and stuff like that. And they ended up getting a divorce because he just took the death of his daughter, left, couldn't couldn't deal with it. 
So basically, towards the end of that movie, when he was when you found out that they they were married and that was their daughter, broke down crying. Will Smith is amazing. Will Smith yeah, is amazing. he's he's, okay. a, he's an amazing actor. I'm gonna spend twenty I mean, minutes I, talking about how great. Nah, for Will sure. Smith and I, and I think the more of the story is, I feel like what inspires you. Okay. Right, and I feel like with me choosing Martin and you choosing Will Smith, something has to inspire us with watching these sitcoms. So I would I would ask what inspired you with the Will Smith thing so we can get into the topic obviously. So what what inspired you the most to obviously pick Will Smith or the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air over Martin? Um I I, I wouldn't say what uh what they do I, it was just a, an, an affinity when I was a child right. of why it's picked Will Smith over Martin. But now as an adult, and yeah. we're trying to we're trying to venture a different thing. Like look at us right now, we're on a podcast, right? Right. We're trying to venture in different things, trying to do things that really talk to our soul and something that we're good at. Right. Will Smith inspires me because man, that man's IG game is amazing. Yeah, yeah. He started late too. Late, and yeah. he just shot right up to what. I'll, I'll look up while they're talking. He just shot out to however many million out, out, the, of, blue. out the blue. Yeah. His inspiration and, and his motivation, you just go to that man IG page and, man, he gets it. 42.6 million followers. I, and I believe, like, when he dropped I want to say it was, like, two two and a half years ago, maybe two years yeah, ago. Yeah, around that when time. When he finally got his IG and mm-hmm. that bitch shot up to the, shot ground, to the, to the air. He's just motivational. Yeah. And he... He truly achieves in every field of human endeavor. Shout out to the bros. Yo, he really, he really out here doing it, and um, I'm motivated by him because uh, he just has, he already has a level of success, right? Yeah. If he stops right now, he falls off the front face of the earth. He doesn't do anything on Be from good. right now. He's gravy, and he works harder than anybody else. Yeah, still out here making moves. Still out here doing this, that, and the third. So I'm inspired by Will Smith just in that aspect alone. Not necessarily the show, but him as a person. Right there is just amazing. Um, for me, what inspired me the most for Martin is the level of talent that he was able to show. He was able to display multiple characters. That's facts. In one show. And I believe he had like a real big hand in like directing and editing his, his sitcom. Right, because Martin was like he was like on screen, he was obviously the main guy for his show. Can you name all his characters on the show? Ooh, Shanene, Roscoe, uh, 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 Jerome. Okay. Um, that's it, bro, man. That ain't his character. Bro man was his own man. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith, baby. I already told you that, baby. Fresh Prince. I'm working with Will Smith. <laughs> nah, Roscoe, Shanene, and uh Jerome. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So, um Hustle Man is Tracy Morgan and um Bro Man is I don't I don't know his real name, but Bro Man was it was his own person. Wasn't there a pastor somewhere in there? That was uh Fuck! That was a uh, 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 what's no, his name? Tripping. That wasn't him though. It was that wasn't Martin. Oh, it wasn't. No, that was fuck. You gotta give me that name, bro. Now. That was Martin. No, it wasn't. That's right here. The pastor? Yeah, yeah in the middle. That guy is what I'm thinking. That about. wasn't the pastor. Uh, he was ah. I forgot. Uh, 
There's more characters. You gotta cut this out. Ah, shit. Nah, we keeping this. There's, there's more characters. Nah, he wasn't a pastor, though. He was the white guy that worked with Gina. He wasn't okay. the pastor, though. I forgot the grandma. But this proves your point. Yeah, Multiple for sure. Characters. Oh, my Man. God. I forgot about Dragonfly Jones. Dragon, <laughs> Dragonfly Jones? Is hey, yo, I'm sorry to Spring 2 Real 13 said the casino. Dragonfly Jones. Shout out to Jay Mitch. I'm sorry. But Dragonfly Jones, for sure. The Karate Martin, he definitely had way more than the three that I named. I'm sorry, guys. But that it, that's what inspired me. I feel like the fact that he was able to show his range and characters the way that he did and the going back to the black love that he displayed with Gina, not only having a monogamous, monogamous relationship, but all of that. Having a monogamous relationship and still being you, bro. Yeah. Still being you in the monogamous monogamous relationship. I'm sorry. I'm going to get that motherfucker one day. <laughs> but a monogamous relationship and still maintaining the person that you are, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that's all you can ask for sometimes. And, and he made it cool. Because honestly, it, I mean, it was his show. But literally, the people, his co-stars look lame for not having girls. Like he made it cool to be in a relationship. Big yeah. up for that. Big up for that. So, inspiration, guys. I want to say, whatever inspires you, continue to try to find that. Whatever whatever it is that's feeding you inspiration, continue to try to search for that so you can stay inspired. Right? Because it's... I, I, I had a seminar not too long ago that I spoke in front of a, a few people and I was always saying like one of my mentors was telling me he asked me to speak on staying motivated, right? Mm -hmm. Staying motivated and um, how do you stay motivated? And I told him I didn't really want to speak on being motivated. I really wanted to speak on creating habits, mm. right? Because you can be inspired when you see somebody. You can be motivated in spurts, like something that you may yeah. do. You can be motivated in that moment, but... What do you do to act on that? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're motivated, what did you do to continue to stay motivated or to keep you pushing towards your goal? You know what I'm mm. saying? So now we get in the conversation of what are you doing to create positive habits? Yeah. You feel me? So in order to stay inspired, you have to create positive habits. Because obviously habits turn into consistency turns into habits. Correct. Right. So if you make a positive habit, something like whether you want to get out of debt or whatever the case is, you have to make a habit to get out of debt. You feel mm -hmm. me? You have to put okay. up a certain amount of money or you have to follow a strict plan and you have to just make that a habit of your life for you to do it. It sounds like you hinted on like discipline. Yeah. Discipline. Because if you like even the perfect, if you create the perfect day, whatever that case may be I, for me personally, I, I become more productive in the day when I get up and do cardio in the morning. Right. If I go do cardio in the morning, somehow I come out of that and I'm like way more productive. But would you say that that's a habit now? Yeah, it has to be habit. Honestly, when I don't do it, you because, because I put it into my habits, I put it into my everyday thing. So when I don't do it, I don't feel as productive. Right. I get to like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, man, I ain't even run today. Right. I didn't even get no cardio in today. It just it just puts a hand on everything else. So you, you create whatever that perfect day is, right? Whatever that routine is, and you need to make those routines habits. Because if you continuously to be disciplined, 
within this within this area, you got no you got no choice but to be successful. Right. You got no choice because you're doing the work every single day. You are either everybody suffers one of two pains in this life. What's that? You either suffer the pain of discipline, okay, or you suffer the pain of regret. Like one it. or two. I like it. One or two. You either got to suffer the pain of discipline or regret. So you either are putting in this work or you're going to be mad that you didn't put in the work and you didn't go nowhere. So let's let's let me ask you this. You've obviously made doing cardio in the morning a habit. Got to. I got to well, make diet a habit, but now nah, I got the cardio down. Right. Yeah. Dieting is hard. Guys. <laughs> Stay on track, please. But the question at hand is. What keeps you inspired to do that cardio every morning? Mm. Obviously, it's a habit, right? So, obviously, yeah. when a habit comes, it's just second nature at this point. But before you led up into it being a habit, what kept you inspired to create that habit? I think it's just a kickstart to the day. Like, it's just, it's almost like just making a bowl of cereal in the morning for me. Like, I just has to kickstart. A productive day. I just noticed I was way more productive when I was doing it. So now I just I just have to do it. And I guess what what you're really asking is like, I don't know, I don't know where people get it. And we talked about this before. Yeah. There's there's two there's there's different people in this world. I wouldn't say two different people, but there's there's different type of people in this world. Right. There's there's the people where they're uh, ambitious, right? right? And people who have ambitions. They necessarily don't have a finish line, right? Because you can be wanting yeah, I'm like going. I'm just going. You're going because you can say, "All right, man, I really want, I really want a good job." And then you, then you get the good job. And then what do you do? You move your finish line. All right, I, I want to do well in this job. And then you, you move, you move the finish line to be doing well. You end up doing well. Now I want a promotion in this job. Right. So there's there's people who have ambition who necessarily don't have finish lines right. or. Not that they don't, they do have finish lines because they they're they're meeting goals, but they continuously Push move the their finish yeah, line. You got to keep right? pushing it. Yeah. The race keeps going. Right. And there's people who I always say, yo, comfortable is the cousin of complacent. Ooh. There's people who are just comfortable. Who say are that, just yeah, like hit them hit them with that one more time. Yo, comfortable is the cousin of complacent. Sheesh. I, I don't really understand it, but there are people in this world who are okay with... Where they are. Mediocre. Who are okay with 50-50. Like, literally wake up in the day, and it was like, I just, you know, let's just go to work and come back. Like, and you're not... If I don't understand how you could not be working towards something. Yo, we're either working like, yo, we got to make this podcast better. We got to get more views. Yo, we need to be more active on social media. Every day that I talk to you, Pat, we're making more goals. Right, you got to. (laughs) Or we're moving that finish line. I don't understand how people don't do that. Yeah, you have to. It blows my mind, bro. I think another question that I have for you is, in order to have a need, should there be a want? Or... In order to have a want, should there be a need? Like when you just said mm-hmm. that you wanted a good job. Yeah. Right? Somebody whoever wanted a good job. Do you tap do you lean more towards the want or do you tap into the need? Because obviously you want a good job, but why do you need a good job? 
right? Mm. So now let's. I don't think a lot of people tap into the need of why they want a new job. Mm. You get what I'm saying? No, that's that's great. So, because I necessarily don't need a new job. I'm right. making plenty enough money, and I'm and I'm great right now. So let's. But I'm not satisfied. Right, right. right so right. now let's go to let's go to working out. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, you can get inspired by working out. You can go. You can see somebody, and you can be like, "Yo, that inspired me to do better with my life." Or you can look at a picture from two years ago and be like, "Yo, I need to get back to that." Mm-hmm. Right. But that's just a thought. Yeah. Right. You can think all day long. Right. But when do you put in consideration of? I want to get back to that or I need to get back to that. And when do you say, when are you at the point to where you put your needs before the want? If you combine the two with that specific situation, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think there's an answer for that. It's hard. I, Cause you're, you're explaining it perfectly, Pat. It's hard. <laughs> you're explaining it perfectly. And I don't think there's a general answer. The, it sounds really, really general, really basic, but like you either have it or you don't. Because some people, either or, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So some people is like, yo, I need, I need shelter, and they're gonna do just enough to to make sure the shelter is provided. They don't really, I guess, want anything else. Some people are just complacent, man. And I think that that's where I feel like the problem lies, because I'm not gonna lie. My dad growing up was a good dad. He was a he was a very influential dad. And for my for, for the people that know me know my relationship with my pops. The one thing that my, my pops taught me that stuck with me to this day is you can go outside and play for an hour or you can do your homework first and then play for however long you want to play. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. So now I feel like that's a want and a need choice. In my opinion. That's how I take wants and needs. Mm. Because obviously you need to do your homework in order to get good grades. Right? You want yeah. to go outside and play, but you know what you need to do to go outside to play for however long you want. Right. There you go. There you you go. get what I'm saying? So now yeah. we have to tap into I think that's that's tapping into uh, prioritizing. Facts. I think that's that's prioritizing right there. Facts, and that's prioritizing what you what you really what you what what it is that's going to get you to your goal, mm-hmm. right? Essentially, right? Because we can want to make more money, and we can think about wanting to make more money every day. Mm-hmm. But what are we needing, or what what are we doing to tap into the need? Of making more money, yeah, right. Because say if I'm making minimum or let's just say average, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, right. And I keep telling myself I want another job that gets me out of paycheck to paycheck. What do I need to do to get myself out of that situation? Mm. That's the question that you got to ask yourself. Because you want it, yeah, you do want it. But what do I need to do for this shit to really work? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And I think a lot of people just need to tap into that need after they figured out the want. Right? Mm-hmm. What's more important is the need. Figure out the need of what you want. Therefore, yeah. you can stay on your goal of, of whatever is going to keep you inspired to do whatever yeah. it is you need to do. Prioritize. Yeah. I like that, though. It is definitely prioritized. Yeah, yeah. Because you need, 
you want to be rich. You want to be everybody want to be rich. Everybody want to be out here balling. But what do you need to do to be rich? You probably need to knock out debt first. Yeah. <laughs> before you be You probably need to stop fucking watching Netflix and and, <laughs> and chilling and and all that other goofy ass shit right. to be rich. Stop flexing on people that don't that don't really care whether you yeah, got it or type not. Yeah, shit. Like come on, make it out. Get out of your own way. Yeah. Big facts. For sure. Analyze what it is that you're doing that's keeping you from your need. Yeah. And I saw a quote in the gym today, and I'm a butcher it because it was a Kobe quote. Come on, it was a Kobe quote, and um, I really wish I just would have took a picture of it. But it basically just said like, um, um, "I'm going to do what I always need to do," which means I'm going to find out a goal. I'm going to break that goal down to the smallest increments, okay. and pay attention to each one of those details. And basically, you have small victories. Within within those small details that eventually lead to your goal. Yeah. So basically, I think you I think you got to work backwards anytime that you do something like okay you want this, just like and you said it earlier. I'm just rewording it differently. You want this? All right, cool. What does it take to get to that? It takes A, B, C, D, and E. What do right, you need to now, do to get to your want? Exactly. Yeah. How do I accomplish A? Now how do I accomplish B? Yeah. Now how do I accomplish C? Like you got to work backwards. Yeah. You need to you need to have goals. Some people don't. That's what the people the complacent people. Some people don't have goals. You need to have goals. They just you need to. They just I don't understand that. <laughs> they just you just floating, here. and I don't understand that. So I'm in a I'm not gonna like name drop, but I'm in a managerial position, and in my the way I'm I'm set, I just always think. That people are always well, I just think that people are always trying to get promotion. You're always oh, yeah. trying to get to the next step. Right. So I always coach people to how to get to the next step. And it wasn't until I got to this position where I ran into people who don't want to get to the next step. I'm good, bro. Who are fine right where they I'm are. I'm good, bro. I was just I just assumed that everybody like, okay, you want to get to my spot. Let me show you how to get my job. No, I'm good. There are people who are like, nah, I'm straight. I'm good right here, baby. That will always blow my mind. That will always blow my mind. So you anyway, you create the goals and then you create those small steps. Get those small victories that eventually get to your goals. Yeah. And I think that's how you um I don't know if uh, you can't teach nobody how to be motivated. I think now you, you can't. Are, you but I, I feel like every human being is motivated by something, right? But I still believe that motivation comes in spurts. I, I believe an external source can't put that motivation in you. Yeah, yeah I can't give you if, you if 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 I'm on. Let's let's speak on the mama mentality. You know, taking a playoff. Obviously, episode two. Y'all go check that out if y'all haven't checked it out on all streaming. Come on, man. Platforms. But if I'm taking the Mamba mentality and I'm trying to convey that to somebody else, mm-hmm. if you don't got no type of motivation in your body, I can't. I can talk to you till I'm blue in the face about my mentality on how I, on, on what I do to get to where I'm going and to get to where I've gotten. But if you ain't cut like that, if you ain't cut from that cloth, you ain't gonna get it. No, I'm just wasting my breath. You, you need, feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you, I don't. You can't place motivation. To but for some people, if I instill it, or if I'm if I'm talking to you and I give you that spurt of motivation, mm-hmm. it's on you to 
take that motivation and do something with it. Yeah. You have to act on that motivation. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it only comes in spurts. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to stay motivated for the rest of your life that I gave you some game. Yeah. You can only stay motivated for that little time that I gave you, and then you figure out your own way after that. Yeah. And it really, your motivation is really going to be tested when you eventually get knocked down by this thing called life. Because every, yeah. I mean, you're not going to go through life smooth. Because she a heavy bitch. Boy, you're going to have some knockdowns. And how are you going to react to those knockdowns? I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you got to stay, like, the, the motivation comes in spurts. So you, you got to find whatever sparked you and take it there. And I also like to say that you have to work on your consistency on whatever whatever it is that you were inspired about, mm-hmm. right? So if you watched The Rock Johnson, <laughs> perfect, right? So if, let's just say we, we're scrolling on Instagram, right? Because that's what the, most of our fucking days are coming to right now Mm -hmm. we do a lot of we give a lot of energy to to instagram so let's just say we're strolling on instagram and this is going to the point of being consistent and creating habits let's just say we go on instagram we see the rock johnson and we say damn man he looks good he's in shape whatever the case is you've at that point found some type of motivation or inspiration from that video clip that you just saw Mm -hmm. correct so what is it that you're going to do to create the need because obviously in your mind, you're probably like, man, I need to get in the gym, this, down the third. I want to get in the gym. What are you going to do cre- What are you going to do to create the need to get in the gym? Mm-hmm. You use that inspiration that you that you saw from The Rock. The Rock, yeah, that's du- fine. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You could have went with The Rock. <laughs> I, I didn't like that. This. Yeah, keep pushing it. Yeah. Dwayne the, <laughs> Wayne, the Rock Johnson. Okay. Right? So you take that motivation inspiration off that clip that you saw. Now, what are you going to do to create the need for yourself, right? So now, if you created the need for yourself, you want to stay consistent in that need that you that you created for yourself. And in order to stay consistent, you just got to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And if you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, guess what you've now created? Habits. A habit, right? So now, if you stay consistent, you created a habit. Now, all you have to do now, after you've created a habit of the motivation that you that you've that you've tapped into, all you have to do now is give yourself the small wins. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say working out in, in, in the instance. If you started out at 280 and you stayed consistent and you made a habit out of working out, your small wins was you was 280 before, now you're 275. Mm-hmm. That's a small win. You feel me? Now you keep going to whatever your goal was from whatever you was 280 to whatever you set out to be. Mm-hmm. If you was 280 and you set out to be 250, you feel me? You keep celebrating those small wins as you keep the the momentum going of your habits, you eventually get to your goal, mm-hmm. right? And so that's how you stay inspired is you tap into your need of what it is that you want. <laughs> Big old facts. <laughs> hey, we need a fire button on this bitch, a bomb button. <laughs> Because I'm on y'all ass, nigga. There it is. Yeah. So in the in the entire topic of staying motivated, staying in, uh, inspired, steady working towards your goal, uh, first of all, create a goal. Work backwards. Yeah. Work backwards. Get those small wins. Get those small victories. And and keep going. Um, Mamba mentality. Will Smith mentality. Like, I mean, just because you, you've uh, achieved something at one point doesn't mean that you can achieve more things so yeah. i just think it's 
my overall thing for this, yo, move move the finish line. Keep pushing yeah, keep and moving pushing. the finish line. Keep pushing. And my my take to you guys is if you have a want, create a need to get to the goal that you initially wanted, period. There it is. There it is. Right back to the good old stuff. Make sure that you follow King Combo across all social media platforms. We on Instagram. Yeah. We on Spotify. Come on. We on Apple Play Music. Come on. We on Facebook. We we on we're not on Twitter that much, but we do have a Twitter and we're gonna make sure we eventually get on that game. I don't think that should be in there. <laughs> 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 man, just follow us, baby. Hey, man, rock with us, man. Hey, rock with us, support us, grow with us, man. Here we sure, go. Man. Most stuff coming. Here it is. I know you're going to dig this. King Combos.